0: can't go on. Hi, folks. I'm Alan Wharton This is Cutting Through the Matrix on December the 3rd, 2012. For newcomers, I suggest you make good use of the website CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. There's over a 1,000 audios for download for free. And I go through the system. And you're born into the system. The press doesn't talk about, because it's run by a few people, People really basically set up a long time ago. The richest people on the planet got together, formed themselves a big club, and got themselves a royal charter. In fact, to sound very, very officious, but actually they're private. They're a private organization of international bankers at the time, at least. But they got more members coming in over the ages. They run your media, they run your television for you, all your news for you across the world. And, well, basically do that, they run the world. In fact, that was their goal, to take over the the world, its resources, everything in it, and own it themselves, of course. And uh, that included people as well, for those who don't quite get the point yet, because we're living at the bottom level of reality. That's the system designed for all of the general population. So, help yourself to the website. You'll find lots to keep yourself um, interested and I go through the history of that. go through the, the various uh, shows I've done in the past. Remember, to all the sites listed, have uh, transcripts as well in English for print up and if you go into EU, you get transcripts in other languages also remember you are the audience that bring me to you this is not a business and basically I came out at the time to start changing the direction of Patriot Radio because it was naval gazing it didn't quite get the fact this was a worldwide agenda and what was happening in one country was happening in all the countries at the same time through international agreements via the United Nations which again was set up and run by the Royal Institute for International Affairs Council and formerly in other countries. So you can keep me going by buying the books and discs at cuttingthroughthematrix.com, and you can donate as well, hopefully. And uh, to do so, just discount the website, and you'll see how to do it from the U.S. to, to Canada. Remember, you can still use personal checks, or international postal money orders. You can send cash or use PayPal, and across the world, Western Union, MoneyGram, and PayPal once again. Remember, straight donations are awfully, awfully welcome in these uh, austere, uh, inflationary times. As I say, I go through the history of this because you're living through it. You've all been conditioned scientifically to believe in the low-level reality. A lot of work goes into creating that. And of course, the first step a long time ago was to create an international education authority. And that was done through the League of Nations and then the United Nations to make sure they standardize the indoctrination across the whole planet. And many people are on board with this, too. They've swallowed all the propaganda of happy hands across the sea, all that kind of stuff, smiling faces. And they don't realize that, no, the big boys at the top really are eugenicists. Uh, They came into all the countries they dominated from elsewhere. And they are a particular group to themselves. And they know exactly where they're going. In order to conquer the world, you have to conquer all the cultures of the world. And that's what they've been doing all along. So it's not a happy place across the world. It's really the domination of every, every group, every country, every, every culture and the destruction of the same in order to bring in this new system of theirs of total domination. So we're going, we're well into it. And as I say, sort of the first generation has gone through all this. Your grandparents were going through it in their own time too. They didn't know it either. And the group at the top. If you read the Anglo-American establishment by Carl Quigley, he was an insider. He worked for the CFR. He goes through the history of the, the plans, the big plans, and how they're using wars, even world wars, to bring this all about. So they're ruthless at the top. You better understand that. They are eugenically inclined at the top. And they really promoted science as the new religion, a science and and a system designed when they pushed out in front of the world Charles Darwin that was no little uh, happy genius, believe you me. He was simply put out by the society at the right time because science usurps and becomes the master back after these messages. Hi folks, I've said before that we're living at the bottom level of reality. As a lot of work goes into it, as I say, because certainly even from comic books when you're really small, and cartoons on television, uh, where the people get paid money to insert all the PC updates for you, so that you'll, you'll grow up thinking everything's quite normal, even though it's 180 degrees from what it was in your parents' time. And it's really on a roll now too. But uh, it's a perfect scientific system and many of the guys who planned this particular step of the system and steps yet to come are dead, in fact, and other ones have taken over from them, like Bertrand Russell. They all worked in, in world organizations to design the systems and the changes and the takedowns of the cultures as we went along. And we're well and truly into the end of one phase of it into the next phase. So... Nothing happens by chance, and the average person, of course, floats through his life, doesn't think that he's even being manipulated. It's quite amazing. He doesn't even know that his his education is a form of pure indoctrination, in fact, for the new type of society, and uh, he'll think everything's quite natural. Even when it's getting taxed into the ground to, and its money's getting put across all places across the world to corporations in a fascist system that the Trump, but he himself is living in the communistic system, which is getting more and more communistic at the bottom with government agencies running every little part of your lives. That's a fact, folks. And the big boys too, as I say, eventually will have no use of you. And you've got to understand going back into the, the Soviet era and the Cold War, there are three levels of reality. And at the bottom level, you, you got your bottom level. We're still on the bottom level here when you get your trivia and various other things thrown at you. But they never give you an answer as to what to do about anything. They just keep you kind of scared, nervous, and on edge. And that way you obey authorities. And then above that, they've got the, the ones working in academia. Uh, and then within academia, they have another level above them, people drawn out of academia to work with government institutions and various agencies, both public and private, that all work together to create the society and how to influence the next generation of children coming up. So everyone's programmed before they even know it. And then above that, you get got the higher groups again, where only one professor and maybe 80 or 90 will get access to archives, the real archives, like Professor Carl quickly got access to a history that's a parallel history. And he thought at the time that the Royal Institute for International Affairs, Council on Foreign Relations, should really be known to the public as to their effect in history because they'd basically manipulated history for a 100 years or more. And now it's about 200 years. So you're going into a, a system, as I say, pre-designed, uh, every, including all the major things that will happen there 'll be times when uh, you think the bank crashes just crashed because it was just, you know it happened out No, it was, it was time to pull the plug to bring you into austerity that was planned many, many, many years before that and then to get us all bailing them out and getting used to throwing our money across the waters to other countries that 's the redistribution of wealth, the communist plank in the manifesto was right in there uh, something that was supposedly fought all those years. And, of course, uh, it's going to corporations, international corporations Not to the countries at, at all, really It might go into the pockets of dictators, or elected dictators We call them democracy, that they're actually elected dictators In third world countries But um, that's where it's going And at the same time, back home, as you get you used to incredible austerity They've built up an internal army under the guise of te- anti-terrorism Had it going before 2001 and Canada, every country has been preparing for this in a big, big way. When they take the countries down into this real poverty, it's in ration cards and all that is going to come as well eventually. And, um, and there's going to be a lot of upset people. And they're prepared for it. They've got internal armies under various guises of anti-terrorism, multi-jurisdictional task force from all the services come together to handle these kind of things, of course. But... Um, and now you're going to have all these massive drones all over the place looking through your window, just like Orwell's AT-4, and here it all is. Yeah. There's an article here, it's from, it's, it's um, actually from Air and Space Magazine about all the drones and so on go through a bit of the history of it and where it's going now with uh, the full go-ahead for unrolling all these these drones across the countries and um, all the different agencies that will be allowed to use them etc so it's all done it's a done deal done before you even get to the news as passed as law everything always is and also to mention Canada, I mean Canada's really big into this taking money from the, the peasants and throwing it across the world, uh, and um, and you find what they're into, where it's going. It says uh, this this article here says um, when she shut down the 35-year relationship between the ecumenical group Caros and the Canadian International Development Agency, which is CIDA. In 2009, it seemed that the Conservative minister, Bev Oda, had lost her tongue It was left to a faceless bureaucrat to call Kairos and tell him that human rights projects in some of the world's most troubled countries no longer fit SIDA's criteria. When Oda was questioned about this in the House of Commons, she had nothing to say and sat quietly. And then it says, but Oda has plenty to say these days, including a recent lengthy interview with the Ottawa Citizen, in which she speaks with great enthusiasm about CIDA's new support for pilot projects abroad with Canadian mining companies and selected non-governmental organizations. So, you see, your money is going under the guise of charitable things and all this into big projects in other countries. And it's, it's, that's the definition of fascism, is big corporations working directly with governments. In fact, the, the CEOs end up going into politics and in as CEOs now. It's just, just new musical chairs. It says, what's not clear in 2009 is becoming more obvious today. The Conservatives have pulled CEDA out of a number of the world's poorest countries, particularly Africa, and have refocused on other countries where Canada has more robust trading relationships. It would seem that aid is all about trade, although Oda seems no distinction. Asked by the citizen how she separates Canada's trade and foreign policy interests from development goals, she said, I really don't separate them. Will, uh, CIDA will soon abandon a number of its long-standing development partners amongst Canada's NGOs, including a number of church-based organizations. So what they're doing is the church organizations are getting the heave, folks. And the big fun, the big NGOs that are the armies of NGOs, like the Rockefeller Foundation's got thousands of them, and uh, Carnegie, Ford, uh, and, and a whole bunch of them. They'll be getting the cash, the taxpayers' money. And to work with the big uh, corporate organizations across the world. I'll put that up tonight, too. I'll put all these things up at CuttingThroughDematrix.com, remember, so you can look them up for yourselves, for those who want to keep records of things. And then the same corporation that says here, SIDA is not getting into mining, Giulio Fantino says... He says, Canada's aid agency, they call it an aid agency, isn't getting into the mining industry, but it's working with companies in developing countries, so it doesn't have to continually bail them out. International Cooperation Minister Julian Fantino said Wednesday, in a speech last week, Fantino said, the Canadian International Development Agency's cooperation with the mining and extractive industry is a prime example of how a government agency like ours can partner with the private sector to advance global development objectives. So, yeah, we are. uh, (laughs) We are. Paying for mining in other countries using the taxpayers' money. So I'll put that up as well. Also, you understand at the bottom level, you're never told the truth on anything. I hope you really realize that. And I mean, across the board, folks. It's massive. You're kept. This is the dark ages. That's where we are. Remember all the, forget all the trivia that's thrown at you by data every day by television and you're kept in the dark ages of reality it says Asperger's Syndrome is dropped from the revised diagnosis manual now they've got so many so called uh, uh, autism spectrum disorders now uh, that they're trying to do away with some of them and just amalgamate them all but it's also to get away from paying certain parents some support at home because it's more important to throw the money abroad and put it into your minds and things, and it says it's dropped from the revised diagnosis manual, and it says the now familiar term Asperger's disorder It's been dropped, but abnormally bad and frequent temper tantrums will be given a scientific-sounding diagnosis called DMDD. But dyslexia and other learning disorders remain the same The revisions come in after the first major rewrite in Nearly 20 years of diagnostic guide By using the nation's psychiatrists And changes were approved Saturday Full data of all the re- re- revisions will come next May When the American Psychiatric Association's new diagnostic manual is published But the impact will be huge Affecting millions of children and adults worldwide It's also important for the insurance industry in deciding what treatments to pay for uh, Obviously and what not to pay for and it helps school decide how to allot special education so everything's getting changed again now remember too they know darn well uh, the rise in autism came <laughs> this kind of autism you understand the autism used to be known at birth not long after birth you watch the child it didn't get to the first milestones of watching with its eyes parents and so on and going dada mama uh, then there was something wrong then you one uh, one comes after it gets its first set of shots and it's well documented. so I'm not going to even argue about it. There's so many, I've, I've got so many articles you have collected over many years. There's no doubt about it. They're being hit at, at, at the first, with the first inoculations. And it's a whole bunch of spectrum disorders comes out of it. And this is now called autism and autism spectrum disorder. Also here in Britain it says up to 2 million people are ha- to have their credit files secretly checked under a crackdown on tax evasion to be unveiled by George, George Osborne to help raise another 10 billion pounds it says here. So Her Majesty's Red, uh, Collection Agency will today unveil the successful results of a pilot project involving a pilot project remember involving 20,000 people which will now be extended nationally. So everybody's been, they're watching all your spending habits on, on internet and so on and access to, to, you know, what you get in as a pay and how much you're spending and so on and so on and so on. This is your free society, folks. So it's credit co- reference agencies will cross-check details of the income of people declare on their tax returns against their spending patterns to identify high and medium risks in both illegal and legal tax avoidance. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm back. We're cutting through the matrix and and I've talked for years about the the scientific system we're in today. And Aldous Huxley and Bertrand Russell, uh, various other people, talked about the system coming in. Uh, Russell even said that it would be a scientific tyranny and it it would be ruthless. Uh, because it's based on science, you see, it's reason, you understand reason, and religion would be a thing of the past, except for special people across the world who are given the, the approval to carry on. And science truly is that way today, but the thing is, too, we run scientifically, that means not telling you anything that really matters, keeping you in the dark, and always lying to people who put questions into governments to find out what's happening about certain things that they've noticed, things that are wrong. And for years, I've talked about the bird kills that are going on, because there's hardly any darn birds left that are coming up and down from Canada to the States. And you can go through forests now, I do, and uh, frequently, and um, there's not a songbird anywhere. It's it's just disgusting. And of course, they're getting bombarded by the air from all the, the toxic chemicals and minerals that are coming down from the sky with all the spraying programs that are going on, geoengineering again. We're not supposed to notice it, by the way. You know, They started, for sure, daily in 1998. They've tested it out over 30 years before that, but they started in earnest in 1998. And every year, since 2005, the bird population's been plummeting. Lots of other animals, too. Never mind the human health and impacts. Everyone's got bronchitis. They can't shake off. And the doctors are all aware of it And the governments are aware of it Because they get all the records going in In real time of all the visits to doctors And see what drugs are selling quicker That's all I that do with bronchial related problems Anyway, I'm going to put up tonight's articles So go into cuttingthrothematrix.com These articles are very important Because it comes out When you understand what you're looking for You've got to get the right name in government's files To know what they're what they're talking about They never come out with plain language Because they don't want you to see it but there's an article here, that says, the USDA bird kill, it says. During 2009, the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, right, Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services and Wildlife Services, euthanized nearly 4 million birds. That's just, now you understand, government always underestimates even their costs, never mind their figures. So it's a lot more than that. This is just 2009 they're claiming. Given the high-profile uh, reporting lately of the mysterious bird kill incidences, it was starting to come across a report from from different papers where they had a, discovered a U.S. government document which listed statistics of euthanized animals during the year 2009 by the USDA AFIS, it's APHIS, A P H I S. And you'll find lots of these articles are from the government themselves. And tonight all put up <laughs> it's just astonishing the tables of kills over the years in different areas and it's just all the songbirds are getting killed off too started with the blackbirds they claim but the poisons are putting down all over the place in the spring that's when the birds are really hungry uh, attracts all the kind of birds and it's killing them all off but they got Canada geese and everything which means that Canada is obviously in on the act with the USDA D.A. That it can't be agreements because these birds are migratory. A lot of these birds, and, um, and people have noticed that the massive, massive decline. And it's even in Canada's website. What they do say is that bird populations are down about 75, 80 odd percent around this area alone, where I live. And they're putting it down to acid rain. Even on their own site, tells you acid rain is massively declined since about 1980. So it's not that at all. They know darn well what's causing it because they agreed with the U.S. To to have this poisoning going on, but it's this article here says lethal control of red-winged blackbirds to manage damage to sunflowers and economic evaluation. You see, the farming industry, the big agribusinesses, are really into growing all the biofuels and, and so on, and corn and yada yada, and they're claiming these birds are are, kill, are, are eating one to two percent, possibly, they say. Possibly and maybe not at all, but possibly one or two percent of their of their their whole harvest, so the idea came up years ago to start poisoning them off and keep it all quiet from the general public and i 've got and this particular one on sunflowers it's, it goes through all the different departments of agriculture. Farm and, and Plant Health Inspections, National Wildlife Reset, Ohio Field Station. Another one, uh, River Road, Riverdale, uh, Maryland. Um, there's a whole bunch of places where they put up these places to kill all the birds that are migratory. Massive, massive culls going on. And it, it, it says that um, in the Northern Great Plains, the U.S., conflicts between red-winged blackbird birds and sunflower uh, growers have intensified since the late 1960s due to the expanded commercial production of sunflowers. And that's big agribusiness, boys. we studied the potential population effects of the removal of up to 2 million red-winged blackbirds annually under a five-year program of baiting during the spring with DRG 1339. Uh, that's the, the chemical that they're using to kill them. because it kills every other bird, too. It doesn't say, come here, blackbirds. It's just for you. Anyway, this article goes on and on about the annual culls, variable annual culls, to not exceed 2 million birds, et cetera, et cetera. But they've stepped to the it up, obviously, and till they're killing almost all of them off. I'll also put up one too tonight with, um, the, the uh, the actual figures from the government. Table G, animals taken by our wildlife services for 2009 year. It goes through all the different species of, of them. And, um, it even goes—it's uh, uh, well, a whole bunch of them, not just birds too. There's various badgers and everything else getting killed off, and various other things. Uh, bats too, by the way. But um, it's just astonishing. they got all the figures here. I've got different tables for birds and animals, but I'll put them up as well. Back after these messages. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, I'm back cutting through the matrix talking about the mask bird kills that are going on. I've been going on for a few years in fact by the governments to save the, the big corporate farmers, even with their biofuels too now. And um, interesting too, that even the biofuels is taking 40% in the corn, and there's professors coming out working with government, saying that the, the, the cattle now, the beef cattle in the U.S., shortly will be made to be smaller and thinner and so on. So you're paying a lot more money for less. And that, again, will eventually get you off meat, obviously. But 40% of the corn that they've used for feedstock is going to uh, biofuels, other big thing like the windmills. And at a time when they've got so much gluts of oil, there's never been so much oil ever in the, in the history so far that we've been in at oil industries. Anyway, back to the birds. It says the 2009... Aphas, uh, uh, bird euthanasia. And it goes through the list of birds and uh, it starts off with the red Avid, avidavitus is called 2873, uh, brewer's blackbirds, 4609 red-winged, uh, blackbird. I haven't seen any of this year at all this way. Like almost a million. And, uh, blackbirds mixed 22,276. Red-vented bilbil, over a thousand and a half, almost a thousand and a half. Red-crested cardinal, 4,013. Government euthanized birds as well at the bottom of them. Each one has got government euthanized ones. Double-headed, uh, crested cormorants, 17,394. Brown-headed cowbirds, uh, over a million. Almost a million, and a 1,046,109. Uh, Eurasian collared doves 1,327, morning doves 16,912, spotted doves 15,035, government Euthanized, birds 4, and zebra doves 19,695, mallard ducks two thousand four hundred eighty four, cattle egrets ig- um, uh, 3,024. And house finches, 6338, grey, francolins, 1869, Canada geese, 24519. So Canada's definitely in on it to, to, to have this happening too. Government, euthanized birds and so on. Boat-tailed grackles, 4,736, common grackles, 93,210, great-tailed grackles, 16,414, and then California gulls, 1,131, glaucous-winged gull, 3,934, herring gull, 3,871, and laughing gulls, 5,092, red Builds gull, 6,515, horned lark, 1,017, government euthanized birds again at the bottom. Uh, Chestnut mannequins, 41,000, over 41,000. It goes on and on with astonishing uh, figures, and that's just one year, and you wonder why there's no birds around. I'll put all this up tonight, remember it cutting through with all the links to the government uh, websites. And hopefully you'll start to understand that science, supposedly they're calling it science, is running the world. Now these are the swine too, mind you, uh, that set up in their ivory towers and discuss us like like little ants, of course, like a separate species. And um, and if you think they're just going after animals, you better think again because these guys at the top, and I've read many articles here about eugenics and culling the population of the, the human population too. If you think they're not doing that as well, you got another thing coming. And this article here uh, is from the government's website, too, the U.S. government, and it's, all, it's a letter from the National Audubon Society that works with them, by the way. They're all for for killing off invasive species, with anything they call invasive species. Kind of strange that in a time of multiculturalism, isn't it? Anyway, says so the United States government is proposing to slaughter milk. This is back in 2002. Uh, just to a pro- proposal to kill millions of animals in the western prairies. It's not the late 1800s when the targets were buffalo. This is the year 2002, and this time the target is red-winged blackbirds. In fact, implementing the proposed blackbird poisoning program can be one of the largest bill-killing efforts ever conducted by the, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The public policy question boils down to this. Should the USDA professionals poison 2 million blackbirds a year for three years for a total of 6 million dead? It's still going on, folks. i read the articles from 2009 to protect um, agriculture. Public policy question boils down to this, and uh, they go on and on and on about the different things. But I just going to the fact, it's going to kill all the other birds as well. And actually, they've stepped up the program to kill all the other birds. So, uh, this, is, this is your big fascist system with uh, scientific elites, supposedly, you no know, professionals of sound judgment and mind and all that nonsense running your world for you. And as I say, you better remember, too, about what they mean about people, when they talk about people in the same tone and fashion that they actually go ahead and do it, just like they went ahead and did this without telling the general public as well. Remember that. I hope you really, really get this through your heads, what's running the world. Going back to to Russell, he said that um, if there was to be a totalitarian government, World government too. He says that uh, he said that uh, he preferred to be scientific. He says it would be totally tyrannical and ruthless. Well, that's what you have, all you folks that laughed at your old religions, which at least you could handle, and gave you some morality. And of course, of course, had to deal with morality too to destroy the cultures. But anyway, I put all these links up tonight. A whole bunch of PDFs as well. And for those who are interested, uh, who still think about nature at all, because most folk are in cities and they live in artificial environments. Uh, art, a city's artificial to begin with. Everything is brought into it, water, food, everything. And outside there, a lot of them just don't want to go outside there and get their, their feet dirty. But it's happening all over the place, as I say. And I'll put these links up tonight for those who want to have a, a gander in Britain uh, Gander to probably kill all them off as well. But anyway, because after all, you know, it's um, it's uh, it's not gender-specific. Let's see. Also, I want to put up one, too, about um, in Britain. They, they've got another organization doing the same stuff in Britain, by the way, because uh, it, it's, it's they're killing off ducks over there. Now, listen to this article, for instance. Final 100 ruddy ducks in the UK are facing extermination. The cull so far has killed 6,500 at a cost of 5 million pounds. Well, when the government does anything, it's pff, sky's the limit. And the government is about to spend a further 200,000 pounds on the remaining birds. Apparently there's about 100 odd left to claim. It's a small chestnut, brown and American, uh, bobs around on lakes and ponds and has bred happily in Britain for 60 years, but bird lovers hoping to see the ruddy duck in a natural habitat should hurry because the government is about to spend a further £200,000 trying to shoot the last 100 in an attempt to finally exterminate the invasive species. You understand this invasive species thing was dreamed up at the United Nations a long time ago uh, and is taught in universities as as a must-be kind of thing, so... They don't want to kill anything that, that doesn't belong there, they claim. The call which started in nineteen ninety nine after so Spanish conservationists complained that birds originating in Britain threatened the survival of their own rare white headed ducks by intervening with them has so far killed around six thousand five hundred at a cost of over five million pounds, making the ruddy duck at around nine hundred pounds each to kill. Can you believe it? 900 pounds to kill each one. Some of the most expensive ducks in the world, according to the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. Now, it's interesting, you now got Department of Food, Environment and Rural Affairs, you see. I'm surprised they didn't put energy in there as well. And they call it DEFRA. Fewer than 100 remain after a culling of 2,689 ducks between September 2005 and January 2007. But bird lovers have questioned the practicality and sense in continuing with the cull of the birds whose only crime has been said is to be American, oversexed, and over here. Last year, some European countries with ruddy duck populations gave up trying to kill all their birds for both financial and logistical reasons. The cull cannot succeed now. Well, it won't stop these idiots from trying. Governments are weird that way. You know, if you say to them you go so far, then you'll be banging your head against a wall. Well, you'd tell the bureaucrats banging their head against a the wall. They just can't take logic. Logic does Fit in with their schedules and mandates. They're like robots. So that's the nonsense that's going on in the world as they cull off various species across the planet. And of course, with all the wars, they're killing off other species as well, humanity, but no one seems to mind that too much. And also, uh, As I say, I could go on and on about this one subject, but people will forget it because they'll tune something else after I'm off and they'll be lost again. That's the overload of data that you can't keep your eyes on what's really happening that's really important. Because as I say, when big decisions are made at the top, above and it's unelected people, remember, all these ones are appointed, all these bureaus are just set up by governments. Uh, they're not responsible to you as far as you're concerned. They go ahead and do it because they all believe they're gods remaking the planet. And I really mean it to have been remaking you, re-engineering you for quite some time with the food that you eat and the water you drink and everything else they put in it. Never mind the spraying that's gone on and all the inoculations they've shoved into you. They know exactly what it's supposed to do to you. And you can see the signs all around you. And this article here is about uh, <laughs> the so-called global warming fizzle. And it says the 18th annual climate grab fest, 16 years without warming. And it says the graph shows no warming in the past 16 years. Christopher Monckton, of course, is, is the guy who wrote this one. He says delegates of the 18th annual UN climate grab fest. And it's a grab fest for cash, of course. At the dismal echoing Doha Conference Centre, one of the last exotic locations chosen for uh, these repetitively, repetitive exercises and pointlessness have an oops problem. This is not the sand flies, not the questionable food, not the near record low attendance. The oops problem is this. For the past 16 of the 18 year series of, of annual hot air sessions about hot air, the world's hot air has gotten hotter, hasn't gotten hotter. There's, got, there's been no uh, global warming at all. Zilch, nada, zip. Uh, and so he says, the equations of classical physics do not require the arrow of time to flow only forward. However, observation indicates that this is what always happens. So tomorrow's predicted warming that has not happened today cannot have caused yesterday's superstorms. now, can it? That means that they can't even get away with claiming that tropical storms, Sandy, and other recent extreme weather happenings were all our fault after more than a decade and a half without any global warming at all one does not need to be a climate scientist to know that global warming cannot have been to blame or rather one needs to be a, not to be a climate scientist the wearisome elaborate uh, choreography of these yearly gala sessions has followed its annual course's time with a spate of suspiciously timed reports in the once mainstream media solemnly recording that scientists say the predictions of doom are worse than ever, but the reports are no longer front page news. The people have tuned out of, i would add, add, off the farce, I've tuned out of the farce. Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the grim uh, supranational bureaucracy that makes up turgid, uh, multi-thousand-page climate assessments every five years, has so not even been invited to Doha, oversight or calculated insult, it's your call. Uh, it says, um, they're about to churn out another futile tome, and how will its upcoming fifth assessment report deal with the absence of global warming since a year after the second assessment report is simple, the global warming profiteers' bible won't mention it. There will be absolutely nothing about the embarrassing 16-year global warming stasis in the thousands of pages in the new report. Zilch, nada, zip. Instead, the report will be hilariously suggest up to 1.4 centigrade of the 0.6 centigrade global warming observed in the past 60 years was man-made. Yeah, they'll keep on with their mantra. It doesn't matter uh, what evidence is there. You see, this understand under the guise of sciences, there's big political, social, and commercial agendas. Understand that. I hope you really understand this all that way. All of it. All that way. And anyway, I'll put that up tonight too. Also, I mentioned this one. It's quite interesting with a funny title, but it's not so funny. Why Are the Cow's Tails Dropping Off? It says... And it says, uh, in a Brooklyn winery on a sultry July evening, an elegant crowd sips rose and nibbles a rose and nibbles a uh, trout plucked from the streams of upstate New York. The diners are here with their checkbooks to support a group called Chefs for Marcellus, which works to protect uh, the food shed upon which hundreds of regional farm to fork restaurants depend. Then it goes through what's happening in Pennsylvania. The oil and gas industry is al- already on a tear, drawing thousands of feet into ancient seabeds, then repeatedly fracturing or fracking these wells with millions of gallons of highly pressurized, chemically-laced water, which shatters the surrounding shale and releases fossil fuels. New York, meanwhile, is on its own natural resource tier, with hundreds of newly opened breweries, wineries, organic dairies, and pastured livestock operations, all of them capitalizing on the metropolitan area hunger uh, to localize its diet, but there's growing evidence that the two impulses towards energy and food independence may be at odds with each other. And it goes on to do with uh, what's happening. Tonight's guests have heard about residential drinking wells tainted by fracking fluids in Pennsylvania, Wyoming and Colorado. They've heard about the lingering rashes, nosebleeds and respiratory trauma in the oil patch communities, which are mostly rural, underdeveloped and lacking in political influence and economic prospects. The trout nibblers in the winery sympathize with the suffering of those communities, but their main concern tonight is a more insidious matter, the potential for drilling and fracking operations to contaminate the food. Then it goes into uh, examples. Jackie Shilkey and her 60 cattle live in the top left corner of North Dakota, a windswept golden-hued landscape in the heart of the Bakken Shale. Shilkey's neighbours love her black Angus beef, but she's no longer sharing or eating it, not since fracking began on 32 oil and gas wells within three miles of her 160-acre ranch and five of her cows dropped dead. Shilkey, like herself, is now in poor health. A handsome 53 year old with a faded uh, ponytail, etc. eye, She often feels lightheaded when she ventures outside. She limps and has chronic pain in her lungs, as well as rashes that have lingered for a year. Once a visit to the bar ended with respiratory distress and a trip to the emergency room. She also has back pain linked with overworked kidneys. That's what you do, your body does with these chemicals. It overworks the kidneys. And some mornings she urinates a stream of blood. Ambient air testing by a certified environmental consultant Detected elevated levels of benzene, methane, chloroform, butane, propane, tuolene and xylene Compounds associated with drilling and fracking And also with cancers, birth defects and organ damage Her well tested high for sulfates, uh, chromium, chloride and strontium Her blood tested positive for acetone plus the heavy metals arsenic linked with the skin lesions, cancers, and cardiovascular disease, and germanium, linked with muscle weakness and skin rashes. she and her husband who works in the oil field services, have recently lost crowns and fillings from their teeth. Tooth loss is associated with radiation poisoning and high selenium levels also found in the shock's water. So the state health and agriculture officials acknowledged Shulk's air and on water tests, but told her she had nothing to worry about, her docs, against specialists, you see, uh, without political agendas. Her doctors however diagnosed her with neurotoxic damage and constricted airways. She said, I realize that this place is killing me and my cattle, Shulk says. She began using inhalers and a nebulizer, switched to bottled water and quit eating her own beef and the vegetables from her garden. She will sells her cattle only to buyers who will finish raising them outside the shale area, where she presumes any chemical contamination will clear after a few months. <laughs> my health improves, she says, but I thought, my God, what are we going to do, uh, with the lands? So I know it goes through different, um, different ones that happened and different professors with their, their viewpoints and so on. it. so you understand, again, under the guy, it not matter where you complain to government now when there's a big agenda going, you get lied to. I hope you understand that's the way it's always been Governments don't tell you the truth on anything That's their job <laughs> That's their job folks It's always been that way Read Francis Bacon's little uh, Resume to the King Back with more after this break Hi folks, I'm Alan What We're back cutting through the matrix and people always look at what happens, they get caught up in the skirmishes that go on across the world and everything about geopolitics because going back to 2010, there's an article that talks about the British gas and Israel eyeing up Gaza's natural gas reserves. And so there's other reasons for what's going on as well, you see, for who wants to control it. Tony Blair, by the way, helped broker the deal for the offshore gas in uh, Gaza with Israel. There's a, a documentary I put up ages ago on that, in fact, is part of the Quartet. Uh, anyway, it goes on to do with... Um, Currently British Gas Group in the year two thousand estimated forty billion cubic meters of natural gas were discovered off the Gaza coast, stretching northwest of the Strip. By any way one measures it, these reserves legally belong to Palestine as they are directly located off the shore of the Gaza Strip. That'll never happen. An illegally occupied territory by Israeli forces. A twenty-five year exploration rights deal ensued with uh, British Gas and the Consolidated Contractor International Company as partners of the Palestinian Authority in a Respective 60 to 30 to 10 percentage revenue split. The Middle East Economic Digest reported on January 5, 2001. This agreement also included fields uh, development and the construction of a gas pipeline. The BG Group thus began drilling two wells named Gazamarine One and Gazamarine Two. Well, I'll put this up tonight as well because, as I say, there's always big cash behind anything that's going on for for slaughter and so on. And, again, this article comes out too recently. It says the announcement after they gave uh, the Palestine at the United Nations, it gave them this uh, so-called non-observer status. It's like, okay, we'll kind of recognize you as a people, kind of, kind of, you know, kind of like, I guess it's seen nowadays. It says announcement came out a day after the UN recognized Palestine as a non-member observer state. Apartments are seen in the West Bank and so on, it says here. But it says... Um, Israel approved the construction of 3,000 homes in Jewish settlements in the West Bank and East Jerusalem, a government official said Friday in what appeared to be a defiant response to the Palestinian successful United Nations almost kind of like recognition bid. And it says the United Nations voted overwhelmingly Thursday to accept Palestine in the West Bank, the Gaza Strip and the East Jerusalem as a non-member observer state, setting off jubilant celebrations amongst the Palestinians. Israel fiercely objected to the UN upgrade, saying peace could only come from direct negotiations and unilateral moves uh, would harm that prospect. The Palestinians said UN recognition of a Palestinian state in a territories captured by Israel in the 1967 Middle East War was an attempt to uh, salvage a possible peace deal. They said Israel's settlement expansion of war-torn land was making a partition deal increasingly difficult. And when you see the map of where these houses have to go, that's cutting right through uh, a Palestinian area. Right in the middle, in fact, that's what they've done in all the other places as well. Just cut them off until they're minute, minute, and eventually they'll, they hope they'll all move out and go elsewhere or they'll have to kill them all. That's been said by even prime ministers before uh, from Israel. And, this article too is to do with um, the UK. The UK is going to spend 25 million pounds on building uh, bombs to secure military jobs. It says. And so got a new contract, a 25 million contract for more laser-guided bombs under the pretext of of scouring of securing hundreds of military jobs. That's the that's the claim. It's for jobs, 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 you know. What we what we turned into in this planet of ours, eh? It's not ours, as you understand. The big boys own it. It's all corporate owned. Even your government is a corporate agency. Everything's written that way. You see, even your local government, by the way, even your police force is a corporation. Well, from Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, is good night. to mean your God or your gods go with you.